0: Now, in today's episode, we're going to be focusing on verses 1 through to 6 of letter number 15 on brawn and brains. And in these few verses, Seneca is kind of talking about uh, how far should one go with uh, their physical fitness, you know, should should it take priority or should you uh, give that priority to the soul, as we have kind of talked about before. Um, one of Seneca's key ideas that we see recurring throughout these letters is uh, the superiority of the soul and, and kind of uh, seeing the flesh uh, not as something to, uh, to spend so much time and energy uh, trying to perfect, but uh, but seeing as it's something to uh, look after and take care of so that you can, as he says in this letter, uh, give free reign to the spirit. Alright, so I'm going to read through these verses, and there's a few ideas that I guess are somewhat dated uh, and need to be taken with a grain of salt, but there's a couple of ideas within these verses that I think are very well worth uh, pausing on and and reflecting on uh, for the value that they can give us in our own lives. So here we go, we'll see what we take away from it. He says, quote, The old Romans had a custom which survived even into my lifetime. They would add to the opening words of a letter... If you are well, it is well. I also am well. Persons like ourselves would do well to say, If you are studying philosophy, it is well. For this is just what being well means. Without philosophy, the mind is sickly, and the body, too, though it may be very powerful, is strong only as that of a madman, or a lunatic is strong. This, then, is the sort of health that you should primarily cultivate, the other kind of health comes second and will involve little effort if you wish to be well physically. It is indeed foolish, my dear Lucilius, and very unsuitable for a cultivated man to work hard over developing the muscles and broadening the shoulders and strengthening the lungs. For although your heavy feeding produce good results and your sinews grow solid, you can never be a match, either in strength or in height, for a first-class bull. Besides, by overloading the body with food, you strangle the soul and render it less active. Accordingly, limit the flesh as much as possible, and allow free play to the spirit." Alright, so here we see Seneca again developing that idea that we've seen him talk about multiple times in his letters, which is this idea that the soul has superiority over the body, right? And I don't know if it's necessarily... I, I, I don't think that the Seneca has this opinion that, you know, you shouldn't take care of the body. He's, he clearly thinks that it's important to look after your body to nourish it and to take care of it, right? But only so that it can support the mind, so that it can support the development of your spirit, right? And he says this at the end. He says, he says limit the flesh as much as possible and allow free play to the spirit, right? And, you know, he, he goes on in, in further passages that we'll talk about uh, to, to give us examples of the kinds of exercises that he thinks, you know, ha- are aiding to his, his spiritual development or, or his soul's development, you might say. Uh, but ultimately, he does believe that the most important thing is the soul, which means that everything should serve that purpose, right? Uh, and, you know, I think I think that obviously we have information today that can help us to think even better about this. I mean, just knowing that strength training is one of the very few things that we know absolutely uh, aids longevity and flourishing in in life, and 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 you know, health and well being uh, for long term as well. And it also aids cognitive ability, really does, and and slows down the decline of that cognitive ability. And so, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, like a Black or white sort of thing that we're talking about here, and I don't believe that Seneca thinks that either, right? But what he is trying to say is that there's a natural hierarchy in 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 the world, and the soul is higher than the body in that hierarchy. And I guess what you could say is that he's probably trying to get us to see that if you could pick between, uh, you know, taking great care of your body and taking great care of your soul, you should always opt for taking great care of your soul. However. We need a balanced approach. You know, If we're really trying to think about this right, uh, we need a balanced approach that allows us to see the body for what it is, a, you know, a vessel for that most important thing, the soul. And the vessel needs to be taken care of in order for the soul to flourish as well. And Seneca also makes an interesting promise here, which is that, uh, you know, he says that this is the sort of health that you should primarily cultivate. The other kind of health comes second and will involve little effort if you wish to be well physically. And so he's kind of saying, listen, if you'll take care of your, you know, if you will study philosophy, if you'll dedicate yourself to the, uh, to, to this pursuit of strengthening your mind and and becoming wiser right if you will do that then you will see that keeping your body healthy doesn't need to be such an arduous task you just it requires a bit of moderation in your food intake right uh, a bit of careful uh, selection of the kinds of foods that you're eating right and and also just a little bit of moderate exercise and and if you do these little habits over your life right then you will maintain a healthy body you know if fate allows you to do so And Seneca goes on to develop this idea in verse 4. He says, Now there are some short and simple exercises which tire the body rapidly, and so save our time. And time is something of which we ought to keep strict account. These exercises are running, brandishing weights, and jumping. High jumping or broad jumping, or the kind which I call the priest's dance or in slighting terms, the clothes cleaner's jump. Select for practice any one of these, and you will find it plain and easy. But whatever you do, come back soon from body to mind. The mind must be exercised both day and night, for it is nourished by moderate labour, and this form of exercise need not be hampered by cold or hot weather, or even by old age. Cultivate that good which improves with the years. End quote. Alright, so here we see Seneca, the personal trainer, giving us his training regime, right? And you can imagine he's talking to himself now and, and he is saying, uh, listen. Uh, you can get out there and you can do these exercises like running and jumping and brandishing weights, and these are the sorts of things that will get your body moving, you know, quickly uh, in bursts of energy, uh, and then you can come quickly back to the mind. You know, he was really on a mission here with his writing, especially uh, to 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 really uncover some of the mysteries of his mind and to to really uh, try and make some headway in his study of philosophy, right? And so Seneca was thinking, it's way more important for me to spending my, be spending my time on my mind and on my soul than it is to be spending it uh, on the body. And so he wanted to get in there quickly and get out. And I think a great modern day example of somebody who does this and who is inspired by this is a guest who I've had on the podcast multiple times, Kevin Vost. Uh, and he actually told me that he was inspired by these words from Seneca because he did uh, a lot of strength training throughout his life. And he was inspired to take up HIT training, high intensity inf- interval training, which is exactly the kind of training that Seneca is talking about here. With these big bursts of energy, right, uh, and so it's a very quick workout but high intensity, and so you get in and you get out and you can, you know, go back to your life, right, and and it doesn't have to take a lot of time and it doesn't require a whole bunch of act of of of, of equipment, right but you can get the job done and you can look after your body. And so uh, Kevin Vost really took this on board and started using this in his own life and, and saw great results. And uh, he's also, you know, an, an intellectual as well. And so he, he spends a lot of time studying and writing and that's the most important thing to him. Uh, but uh, but also, I, I think that there's a really useful piece of information in, in that last verse that I read there that can help us to understand why Seneca might be putting so much uh, emphasis on the mind, on the soul, over the body. And it's because he says here, you should cultivate that good which improves with the years. And that's a really interesting thing to think about, right? Because what does the body do over the years? It decays, right? So, that, that means something about the nature of the body, but, but what does the, the soul do? What does the mind do? Of course, there's, you know, the end of our life, uh, you know, we, we might be struck by fate with these, uh, you know, with diseases of the mind, right, with the diseases of the brain, but ultimately, uh, you know, your wisdom, your soul, you know, your mind, your, your education, your knowledge, your understanding, uh, these are all aided by your philosophical study And they help you to develop your mind so that it is more beautiful, more valuable, more useful to you over the ages, over time. Cultivate that good which improves with the years and that is the mind, that is the soul. And so that's a very interesting insight that we get from Seneca here, where we can really start to think about, okay, well, maybe this is one of the main reasons why Seneca is thinking it's it's more important uh, to take care of the mind and the soul over the body. Because it's the thing that is is constantly moving forward and progressing and growing in goodness if you're taking care of it whereas the body is always decaying. And it's kind of, you know, from that old world view, it's kind of something that we have to put up with right until we die, right? It's it's kind of uh, this decaying flesh. And so for somebody like Seneca, who's coming towards the end of his life and and he's thinking, I really want to understand these ideas that I'm developing here. You know, I really want to write and give something to the future generations that can be handed down of value uh, to him. Uh, He's not so concerned with what people think his body looks like. He's not so concerned with, you know, getting a perfect six-pack so that he can go to the beach and impress people. He just wants to put up with this body and have it serve him for as long as it can, right? But ultimately, he wants to develop his mind. He wants to develop his soul. And so, this is an important point also, is that we d- we do need to recognize that this is Seneca talking to himself, right? And so, his whole life purpose at this time is to, to try and understand these ideas and get something down on paper to hand down to the future generations, right? And, and probably a little bit of uh, trying not to get killed by Nero, which didn't work out so well for him. Uh, but uh, ultimately, th- we need to take all of this with a grain of salt and recognize that, hey, if... <laughs> If you're in the military, then you're probably going to want to take care of your body and keep it in peak physical condition. Same with other careers that might require that kind of uh, physical preparedness, right? And not only in those positions, just for everybody, it is so important that you keep your body uh, healthy and well. Right? It will aid your mind's development, and it will help you uh, to see clearer, to to think clearer, and uh, and to as we've talked about earlier, uh, to aid the longevity of your mind and the and the cognitive capacity. Right? And so it's so important, but hopefully what this episode has done has shown you the way that Seneca was thinking about his body and his mind towards those last years of his life when he's writing these letters and to him it you know he's a philosopher he was trying to understand deeper questions and he needed to spend his time thinking and developing those ideas and writing right and 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 the body was not something that was first on his mind it was more of a a side point project to look after the body so that he could continue to think, right? And so, I hope that these have been some interesting ideas for you to, to think about and I hope you can also meditate on how they relate to you in your own life uh, and, and how you can think about that kind of uh, body-mind relationship. So, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you next time.